For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, my timbers are shivering. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 20, but feels like it's, you know, 20 below to me. But to me, to me, not the real thing, but just the way I feel. But that's all right. It's all going to be over with today. Good morning. 45 for the high today. 45, 45, 45, and I got 50. I'm looking for 50, but I got 50. I'm looking for 55, and I got 55, 55, 55, 55, 55. I'm going to be down at the rodeo next month doing the hog calling, so don't worry about that. Suey. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning, Mr. Christian Blood. That is his real name, by the way. That's not a radio made-up name. It actually says that on his birth certificate. Christian Blood. It does. Yeah. Reminds me of that old TV show. What was it that had the vampires in it? Everybody thought it was cool, and then they brought in the fairies, and then it got really stupid. What was that show based in Louisiana? What the heck was that show? What was it? It's not Lost Boys. No, the no. one on HBO yeah. where it was uh, yeah. not for kids. Right. I yeah. What the heck was the name of that show? Do anyway. you have any brothers or sisters where your uh, parents got creative yeah like billy blood like first is your blood <laughs> is your brother named jewish bobby <laughs> first blood first no, blood but i've got two kids named red and blue see there you go red blood blue blood that's right yeah hey uh so you know I, I i have made it kind of a secret that that i don't like abc i don't i don't tell anybody about that i don't push that you know very vocally right mm-hmm. because i don't want anybody to think that i would be upset at abc or anything right <laughs> Because I've never though, said even it. Even though publicly. we did a background check on Richard Cantu. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's right. I did. That's our overnight news guy, and I've never heard a more slanted, biased piece of than this the newscast that Richard Cantu puts on every night, yeah. every night without fail. That's right. He is really. He's got his nose so far between the cheeks of Joe Biden, <laughs> he can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> so we oh. oh, it's bad. The show was called True Blood. Yeah, that's it, that's True it. Blood. That's yes, that's a God, great. It was right there. It was great, too, man. So, but listen, I know that they're a left-wing you know, news organization, but here's my question. When did they start violating child labor laws? Huh? When did that happen? <laughs> Don't we have a law against hiring kids? In America? Huh? Oh, we did. Okay. <laughs> okay. Check this out, Jimmy. You're going to love this. So I'm listening to Cantu this morning, and then uh, Christian's got the same report from Ali Pakoran. Okay? Mm-hmm. And she's talking about the debate and a debate, the no debate, and a, you know, ABC canceled the debate, right? Am I right? Yep. ABC canceled the debate because Nikki Haley's not going to debate anybody but Joe, but, but, but President Trump. I'm not, I'm not debating anybody now. So ABC said, well, there's no reason to have a debate. Is that because she came in third? Yeah. <laughs> she says it's between her and Trump. <laughs> so anyway, here's Allie Pecorin, and you guys tell me how old she is. Go ahead. Can uh, you run her? Uh, hold on. Just okay, he's got to he got to pull her up now. Okay. Oh, is she talking in that teenage? Oh my talk? God! You know what? And you I'm can, reporting. You know what? You can hear the valley gum. girl. Huh? Valley girl. They yeah, you call can, it up talk or something. There's a phrase for okay, it. Okay, here now. she is. You can hear the gum smacking. All right, let's hear. Her. All right. Okay. A 
ball has already started rolling to try to kick the can down the road and buy Congress a little bit more time to work out longer-term funding solutions. The Senate voted last night, the first in a series of procedural steps, to extend the government funding deadline through March. Like, oh but that God. actually still doesn't address the longer-term issues with government <laughs> funding that have plagued this Congress okay. for several months right. now. Plagued so there you go. It, Trey. It's uh, Valley Girl. It. Yeah. So what was that movie? Because you can tell me, Jimmy, because I don't follow movies, and I'll explain why I don't later, but you know, you guys know I don't follow movies or TV. Like, literally follow movies? Like, yeah, I like. And so this guy goes in like a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and and he walks up to the barista, and... Yeah, I've, I've seen that TikTok. Yes, yes. And he says to her, I want to order this and that. Said, you want a vente, vente, bote, and a whatever. And he goes, no, I want a large coffee, and stop talking like that. <laughs> Why do you talk like that? She said, I'm not talking like anything. It's the way I talk. Like whatever. Do you are know you, what I'm talking about? Are you talking about Michael Douglas and falling down when he goes off on everybody? And no. He's mad? I don't no, think it's Michael no, no. Douglas. It's, it's a, somebody it's else. It's a younger actor. Yeah. Yeah. Younger actor dude. And uh, and he's like, you know, why do you talk like that? And then somebody else, another young girl goes, would you hurry up and place an order? I want to order place so I can Role get to models. my... Co- Yes. Is it Role Model? The name of the movie? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. That's it. Paul Rudd. You know the scene I'm talking about now? Yes. Okay, yes. Now, Elaine, good call. When she says Vente and he goes, no, No, I want a large Can you play that? Can we well, not it? right now. Okay, I just, <laughs> I just learned who it okay. is. Yeah, Paul Rudd and and uh, and, and he goes. Looking at it. I want a, I want a large copy. You want a Benton? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Everybody's texting me now, going. It's Paul Rudd. I don't know. Listen, He's I, I, I t- tell you, you know, I, I just, <laughs> I, I tell you what I do. I leave the pop culture stuff up to Jimmy and Sean, and here's why. Years ago, I know pop culture. Yeah. Years ago, <laughs> years ago, Whatever. years ago, Hollywood decided they didn't like me. They don't like straight white men. Right? <laughs> and so Hollywood decided that they didn't want my money. Uh. Hollywood did. And they started to put out very offensive content to me, stuff that didn't fit my jive in life, my vibe. And so, see, there's my little valley girl, my vibe. And so I just said, you know, if they, that's cool. If they want to, they can put out whatever they want to put out. You know, First Amendment, freedom of the press. I don't have to give them my money. So I quit. I just stopped. And I stopped watching their stupid TV shows. And I'm looking at this cut of RuPaul a couple of nights ago on the Emmys and the devil person they had there. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't enough to have a devil person on the Grammys. Now they got a devil person on the Emmys. Mm-hmm. And I mean de- demon. This is a demon-looking drag person. The entire Emmys was all drags, drag queens up there. And there's RuPaul saying, listen to the drag queen. Well, that's fine. You can do that if you want. I'm just not going to watch, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to go to a movie theater. And I'm not going to pay you money to yeah. hate me. You don't. Our values don't match up. So that's cool. You can have whatever values you want. We just have divergent val- uh, values. And I'm not going to give you my money. I'm not going to give money to the Spurs as long as Greg Popovich is there because he hates me. So you've never watched Soul Plane? No. Well, I've seen what you have showed me. <laughs> no, what she's, she's shown me clips, all right? Back in uh, Soul Plane's kind of old, right? So back in the day, like Airplane and stuff, they weren't doing this. They weren't pushing this crap. Disney wasn't pushing this stuff. Right. But they're all pushing it now, and I'm like, they don't need my money. Obviously, they don't need my money. Rob Reiner's making movies. Rob Reiner hates me. 
He hates me. I'm a straight white guy, and I'm a conservative, so he hates me. I'm not going to give him my money. Why would I give him my money? Why would I give Spielberg my money? He hates me. I don't want to give these guys my money. Anyway, so there you go. I don't know. Oh. Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti. Yeah, the biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Danny. <laughs> large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti is the only one that doesn't mean large. And then he gets into the, why are you talking like that? And quit talking. Yeah, yeah. Can you do that? Well, it's Italian. Congratulations. You're stupid in three languages. Look, dick. Keep going. Really? Says who? Fellini? How much is that? Here's a 10. Do you uh, accept lira or is it all you euros? You know what? Just now? keep the change. Jesus, Dan, you know what they call the sign. <laughs> anyway. All right. They get into the whole talking thing anyway I, that's that she reminded me of that when i was driving in this morning and she's I heard kind it. of a yeah, you've heard the phrase up talker something about what that's what it's, it's called what is yeah, that it's that's the when younger you, generation like if i was on the air and everything i say ends like i'm asking a question oh uh, so you good morning trey <laughs> and that's the that's the up talk. That's the way they talk all the Don't time. Don't do that. I'm gonna slap you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, never again. They talk like that all the time. And never like, again. Like, and like. Literally. Mm. <laughs> so uh, it was now my era. You had a guy by the name of Frank Zappa. Oh yeah. And Frank Zappa had been working on a song, and he went in and woke up his daughter Moon Unit. At 3 a.m. and said, I got something I need you to do. And he drug her out to the studio and he had this riff going. And it was the burn to dong, burn to dong. And he said, Now talk like a valley girl to Moon Unit. And she did. She like, Oh my God, we're going down to Encino and all that kind of stuff. And it was a hit called Valley Girl. We, we, we played it here on KTSA. And it was the first time I ever came across, I guess, what you call up talk. <laughs> was Moon Zappa and Valley Jimmy, did you ever play Moon Zappa and Valley Girl? Oh, my gosh. You, I you, never you, did. You, have you never played it either? Nope. Oh, you guys got to hear it. It's, it's perfect to what, what we're What year talking. was it? Well, it's early 80s, right? Uh, Moon was like 13 or 14 when they cut it. So no, no, no. Go ahead and say what year you think it's in, and I'll tell you why I didn't play it. <laughs> I want to say, let me just say maybe 81. Yeah. yeah. 79 to 81, somewhere. Yeah, I, I was, you know, nine years old. Yeah, I was 10. So. <sighs> Sorry about that old guy. It was you, all about Star Wars back you, then. You guys. <laughs> the lame was in our age group, too. Bunch of uh, yeah. You're, you're, you're the only old Okay, one. the scene that you're looking for is uh, Jerry just called and it said, Louder Milk. Oh, that's. From that movie. That's an old joke. The name last name's Louder Milk, and you go, Louder Milk. Louder ah, there you go. No, milk. no, no. The movie where the girl's talking a certain way and he emulates her. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> So that's enough time on all that. I just, just a different way to start the show this Whatever. morning. Yeah, right. Whatever. Whatever. Give me some gum to smack on. Is that talking up there? How did I do? That was a good job. Thank you very much. Okay, so when we come back, we'll get into the death, destruction of the world, okay? And all the other stuff that matters. It's coming right back. Trey Ware, KTSA. For a healthy, beautiful landscape, look no further. One. Okay, a uh, couple of school things. 521, Trey Ware, KTSA. Uh, the DOJ is going to come out with their Uvalde report. It's imminent at any time. Didn't have to spend all the million dollars to do the Uvalde report. I could have told you because we saw it. We, t we talked about it the day that it happened. But then we had the video confirmation that the cops did not charge the room and kill the dude. The cops hit out, 
down the hallway, and when the husband of one of the teachers showed up to go down there and kill the dude, they physically restrained him and held him from going down and shooting the dude. And we talked about it at the time, that all of them should be fired and their cleat licenses should be removed so they can never, ever, ever be a peace officer ever again. And why? Because you act like the ones in Nashville did when the tranny was killing people in Nashville. Those guys went in and they went right to the tranny and shot her dead. Shot her dead. And they didn't do that in Uvalde. Stephen Williford acted. He shot the guy down in Sutherland Springs. That's what you do. You don't hide out down the corner. So all of those guys that hit out, they need to lose their license. They need to lose their ability to be a cop ever again. You charge the room. And they stood there. What was it, Elaine? An hour and seven minutes? An hour and ten minutes? Whatever it was, it was over an hour that they stood there while they could hear him shooting and killing the kids in the Uvalde Rob Elementary School. They could hear it. And instead of going down there and blasting the dude, they hit out. And uh, finally, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Border Patrol, somebody like that showed up and went down the hallway and shot the guy in the head and killed him, which is what they should have done in the first place. Sorry to be harsh on those guys, but that's what you do. You, When you're in that position and you're a trained, sworn police officer, when little children are in danger, you don't hide yourself down the hallway. You go down there, and you cap the dude, and you may die. He may get you. But at least he's going to pay attention to you, and that's the whole point. You get his attention off the kids. I talked about this at the time. You get his attention off the kids. He's now turned, and he's focused on you. The kids' lives are saved, and that's what you do. So there's your DOJ report. I just gave it to you. That's your TAW report, huh? 82 minutes. One hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, one hour and 20 minutes. You stood there, and that's just wrong, wrong. You can't – there's no way to justify that. Okay. Now, the other school story is that I'm curious. Now, two wrongs don't make a right because there's two wrongs here. The San Antonio Independent School District thing shutting down 20 schools today. First wrong is what is that school district doing with all the tax money that we're all paying? We're paying a ton of tax money for schools. Everybody who pays property taxes. I think, I think, I'm pretty sure through Robin Hood, Alamo Heights probably funds a whole lot of San Antonio Independent School District, I do believe. I'd be asking the question. Because those kids showed up to school and it was freezing cold in the schools. And so the uh, superintendent over there writes a letter. Dear SAISD Familia. Well, let me just tell you something, Jaime. He's the superintendent over there. This is not Mexico, bro. This is the United States. If you want to call them family, call them family. Okay? They're not familia. They are family. Or you can just say, dear SAISD parents. How about that one? Try that one out for a change. Anyway, he goes on to explain that they weren't ready and they didn't have the boilers ready and all the kids were frozen in the schools and it was bad and blah, 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 blah. And we're not going to do it. We're going we're to keep 20 schools closed. And you can go to their website if you want the list of the 20 schools. We're going to keep 20 schools closed because it's too cold for the kids to go to school. Uh, what are you doing with the tax money? You're not, you tell us, the teachers tell us they're not paying teachers. They already told us that. They, every time we talk about funding schools, teachers say they're not paying us any money. We don't make any money. So they're not paying teachers. So what are you doing with all the money? Where's it going? You're not heating the school. You're not keeping up with maintenance because there's no heat on any schools. You've got to shut down 20 of them. So what are you doing with the tax money that you get to fund these schools? That's the first question. 
Question number two is, little babies, dress them up and send them to school, Mom and Dad. I'm sorry that they might be a little bit cold. But, again, this is that whole thing about us being doomed, right? I talked, I went off a couple of days ago because they're trying to ban tackle football for kids, right? They're trying, oh, no, we can't have ban, we can't, we can't have tackle football for boys. Quit wussying up our children. That's not what we need in the future. Watch some of these videos from the kids in the Chinese classrooms. They ain't mess around. First of all, they got heat in their classrooms, okay? But second of all, they don't mess around with their kids, man. They are training their kids for the future. And they're not, oh, poor baby got cold. Poor baby got cold. It, it's not going to hurt them. It's not. Put a coat on them and send them to school and let them learn and pay attention and get the learning that they need so that they can progress and move forward and do what we need in the future. And being cold every once in a while, and it, by the way, it was not freezing like, you know, 32 below in those, school, in those classrooms. It was not anything like that. It was just a bit chilly. You know what? That, that, that's not going to hurt them. It's not going to hurt them. In fact, it'll serve them well in the long run. Quit wussifying our children. Okay, that's the first thing. The other thing is, what are you guys doing with our tax money that you can't turn the heat on in these schools? And you've got to shut these schools down because you did something else with our, with, with our tax money. And what is that? That should be the question that the Board of Trustees in the city of San Antonio is asking Jaime, the uh, you know, dear familia dude over there. What are you doing? Where's the money? Where is it going? All this taxpayer money, billions of dollars going to these schools. You tell us you're not paying the teachers, or teachers tell us they're not paying the teachers. So where is the money going? I'd kind of like to know that, wouldn't you? How about this weather? We'll talk more about that when we come back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Listen, folks, roofing is one of those funky baby. Sunny and cool and 45 today. It's 20 right now at KTSA. 536, Trey Ware here. 210-599-5555. Comment on any of these stories that we're talking about this morning. Or you can send me a text either or. We're going to talk about um, what the governor uh, is doing down at the border in just a couple of minutes. And Texas gas producers and uh, the, the power in Texas uh, staying on and keeping us warm in Texas. Except over at San Antonio Independent School District where they're having to shut down 20 schools because they weren't ready for the cold weather. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. And because we're wussifying our kids. Renee, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Morning. You know, these kids, they're real soft. I think it's because they stopped using dodgeball to build <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Did you ever feel the sting of the red rubber ball? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was good, too, wasn't it? <laughs> Thank you, Renee. I appreciate that very much. I'm not going to stay on this for, for that much longer. Just a couple more points to make about San Antonio Penn School District having to close 20 schools today. Why weren't they ready? Okay, we were all talking about the cold weather. We didn't make a secret of it. The guys on TV, I was talking about it for over a week, right? So what do people do when they're preparing for it? Well, Everything that we talk about, the four P's, they go and they buy the stuff to wrap their pipes with, and then they make sure they got a place for their pets to be inside, and then they bring their plants in, right? All those kind of things, right? So people get ready. Why didn't a school district get ready? I went, you know, and a lot of you did too, I went and took care of servicing the car, 
Make sure they always change like a fresh oil in there, fresh filters in there, and checking the antifreeze, making sure the car was going to run all right. Check the battery. Make sure it's ready to go. Before, I mean, it's like 80 degrees last week, and I'm doing all of that stuff, right? Then I'm turning on the heat in the house. I'm checking it. It's like 70-some-odd degrees, and I got the heat on in the house because I'm making sure. Is it blowing nice and warm? Is everything good? Absolutely. It's all good. They didn't do that to school district. They, they didn't send their maintenance guys out, turn the heat up, make sure these kids are going to be nice and warm in the classroom. These are just the questions that need to be asked right now. We can't just say, dear familia, we come to the schools. Familia, no, no, and no. This is not Mexico or El Salvador. This is United States. This is dear parents, dear parents. We screwed up. We dropped the ball. We didn't get our stuff together. We didn't check the heating system to make it was, make sure it was all right. Or if it wasn't all right, we could have told parents, wrap them kids up. They're going to need extra jackets. They could have done that, but they didn't. So that some, somebody needs to ask these questions or else it's just going to skate on by. And they, it, I'm so tired of, of letting the government entities skate on by. I guarantee you who had heat in their classrooms, private schools. You know why? Because if parents don't like what's happening in a private school, they take their money and they go somewhere else with their money. And this is another reason why we need school choice in Texas. And that means they never take that money from you in the first place. And you take your money and you go buy your, your child's education like you do Walmart or Target or Exxon, Mobile, Shell, whatever. And you let the school system compete for your money to educate your child. And if the school is cold and your kid can't go to school because the school is cold, then you take your money and you go across the street to the school that's got heat. <laughs> that's how it works. But they're going to get to skate. They're going to get to go on by on this because nobody's going to hold their feet to the literal fire, <laughs> which is what we should be doing. Now, speaking of heat, what is that? Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Natural gas is keeping us nice and warm right now. Natural gas is keeping us nice and warm right now. Not windmills because there's no wind. No solar because it's cloudy. So the natural gas producers are keeping up with the demand and providing more than enough natural gas, said ERCOT yesterday. Natural gas continues to provide up to 60% and even more of the entire generation capacity during these peak load periods. What we need to do is get away from the stupidity of the windmills and solar panels. There's a couple of things. Bring back coal. Rely on natural gas the way you are. Bring back coal because it's clean burning. Every 10 minutes in China, they're opening up another coal burning plant. We're shutting ours down. We shut down the spruce plants here, and that's what that's what killed people back two years ago. Bring back coal and go out in West Texas. Not put up windmills in West Texas because there's no wind out there. Put up nuke plants for the future in West Texas. Where everybody's going, the, 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 the greenies and the lefties are going to feel good because 
if there's going to be an accident, and there won't be, but if there were going to be one, you killed a couple of sidewinder rattlesnakes and maybe even an armadillo. But that's it. So build yourself some nuke for the future. Get these coal plants reopened and stop this nonsense of every time we have a little change in our weather, we as human beings have to suffer. There's no reason for this. There's absolutely no reason at all that we should do it. Now, Texas' message to Joe Biden and the Biden administration at this point should be, come and take it, Joe. Come and take it. Yesterday, the Department of Homeland Security wrote a letter to the state of Texas, and they are demanding access to Shelby Park by the end of day, January 17th. The end of day, January 17th. Well, that happens to be today. And General Counsel Jonathan Meyer, writing a letter to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, we demand that Texas cease and desist its efforts to block Border Patrol's access in and around the Shelby Park area and remove all barriers to the access to Shelby Park. If you're new to the party and don't know what's going on, the federal government under the O'Biden administration is bringing in as many illegal aliens as they possibly can. Two purposes. Number one is Cloward and Piven collapse our system here in the country, overwhelm these cities. New York is spending $10 million plus dollars per day on illegal aliens, which means... A report came out last March that they, they had already spent $12 billion last March. We don't have any new new numbers, and those numbers have exploded you know, to, to a huge number because we've got more and more illegal aliens here. So here we sit. They have been processing. What they did was they, the, the feds, the federales, took over Shelby Park, which is a state park in Eagle Pass, and they were using it as a staging area. If you watch Fox News, you probably saw it. That's where they had the fences and the queues and people lined up, and they would take them like a Disney ride, four at a time, ten at a time, come on over here, you see this agent, you see that agent, we're going to process you, get you in here, and we're going to bring you to San Antonio, where the mayor and the city manager are flying them all over the country at taxpayer expense. And once again, and we have been in contact with the governor's office and the attorney general's office, I am calling on the governor and the attorney general to shut down this operation here in San Antonio, to close this migrant center and to close the hangar over here at the airport and shut down this travel agency for illegal aliens that Ron Nirenberg and Eric Walsh are running in San Antonio. It needs to be closed immediately by the governor and the attorney general of the state of Texas. It is against Texas state law to be a sanctuary city. And this is acting as a sanctuary city. Shut it down. Close it. They are taking money out of the po pockets of hardworking San Antonians to fund illegal alien travel throughout the country.
So it all starts at Shelby Park, where they line these folks up, they bring them in, they process them, send them here, where Ron flies them all over the country. That's how it works. So the governor shut down Shelby Park because it's a state park. Well, the Biden administration doesn't like that because it took away their holding area where they were holding the illegal aliens before they processed them. So now they have written a letter saying, if you don't open that park and give us back that park by close of business today, the 17th, we're going to do something. They didn't say what they're going to do. And my answer, come and take it. Come and take it. How bad do you want it? You want it that bad? Come and take it. The federal government's not going to push Texas around in this matter. The federal government continues to say that they're in charge of the border. That they are controlling the border. And they are not. Now here's where it's sticky. The letter that was written by the general counsel of the federal government to Attorney General Ken Paxton says, listen, this is very important. The recent actions by the state of Texas have impeded, it's an important word, impeded operations of the Border Patrol. Now, why is impeded an important word? When you use that word, that can imply criminal activity against officers and agents of the federal government. Federal law, 18 U.S. Code 111. It is a federal crime to impede or interfere with certain officers or employees of the federal government. Here's what it says. Whoever forcibly assaults, resists, opposes, impedes, intimidates or interferes with any person designation in section 1114 of this title while engaged in or on an account of the performance of his official duties shall be fined not more than $5,000 or imprisoned not more than three years or both. So what the Biden administration is doing is threatening the state of Texas with fines and imprisonment for us holding Shelby Park so that they cannot use it as a staging ground to process illegal aliens and bring them in to the United States, specifically bringing them to San Antonio and then throughout the country. So once again, Governor Abbott, General Paxton, shut down this operation, the flying operation for illegal aliens in San Antonio. Close it now, today. Send your DPS over there, bust it up, and shut it down. That's the first thing. The second thing is, the answer to the federal government is, come and take it. You want the park? Come on. Quick break. Trey Ware, KTSA. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ can... Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555. Fighting for liberty and truth. That's what we do on this show from 5 to 7, Monday through Friday. And then it's Ware and Rima from 7 to 9. And the whole idea is to bring the truth to you so that you can remain free and not be a slave to any man and any government. So here we are with your federal government and the O'Biden administration. They're going to spend millions of dollars so far right now, 700000 but the idea is to spend several million on a program to educate trans youth, a sex education program for trans youth. 
As they put it in the paperwork here, data shows that AFAB, do you know what an AFAB is? Anybody? Anybody? AFAB? Assigned female at birth, but thinks that you're a boy. In other words, God made you a girl. You were born a girl. You're going to die a girl. You have the girl parts. Means you have fallopian tubes and ovaries. Means that once a month you get eggs. Right? Means that you can get pregnant. Right? Okay, we all learned that in basic biology. What, first grade, second grade, third, whatever it was. That was a long time ago for me, and I still remember it. But these girls who are pretending to be boys are having sex unprotected. And they're getting pregnant at like 12, 13, and 14 years old. Because they think, if I just pretend to be a boy, when I have sex with an actual boy who has a penis then I'm not going to get pregnant because I'm a boy, and boys don't get pregnant. Do you understand what we're doing to our children in this country and how we are screwing them up so terribly? Do you understand what's happening, how we are confusing them? And this is not going to play well in the future. This is not going to work out for this country. I'm telling you right now. So what they're going to do is spend millions of your dollars in this program, this federal program, the old Biden administration, to instruct these female, biological female girls, that when you have sex with a biological boy, even if that boy is calling himself a girl, you still have to protect yourself (laughs) because boys can get pregnant too. And you, my friend, are busting your butt right now every morning in the cold, driving your truck to work, so this administration can steal your money every two weeks and use it for this. Teaching little biological girls that boys can get pregnant too. And yes, honey, you're a boy. But what I want you to know is when you have sex with a person with a penis, you can get pregnant too. That boys get pregnant. You want to talk about spending money, Trey. We're forgetting that in 2020, we cleared $25 million for gender studies in Pakistan. Yeah, exactly right. All, all over the globe. Just That's just Pakistan. It happened all over the globe. It's insanity, and November can't get here soon enough. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, it's Trey Ware, and for the new... Trey Ware here. This show's all about liberty and truth. Arming you with the truth so you can enjoy liberty and not be a slave to any man or any government. Good morning, San Antonio. The phones are on at 210-599-5555. Well, we have an ultimatum here. The O'Biden administration says you'll give us back Shelby Park by the close of business on the 17th, which happens to be today, or else. And they use the word impede, and according to U.S. code, impeding the official duties of the federal government is a law-breaking thing. You could go to prison for three years and be fined $5,000 and or both. Well, hey, listen, let's just see if they got the guts and the nuts to do this. Go ahead and arrest our governor. Go ahead. Say he's been impeding. Go right ahead. And if you want Shelby Park, here's what I say. Come and take it. What do you say? 210-599-5555. Well,
Trump had a big win. It's not over with yet, though, folks. You've got to keep pressing, and you got to keep pressing hard because he's got a long way to go. But here it comes. I told you they're going to ratchet this stuff up now, man. They're going to try to lock him up. They're going to try to shut him up. They are going to slander him even more. I'm sure they're going to do AI with him in compromising positions that he was never in, having him say things he never said. ABC will play it. You know they will. Here it comes. The Daily Mail's got a story out right now with pictures. Look how worn out Donald Trump is. It's sparking health fears. He's, he's fighting to stay out of prison and save his businesses, and he's looking very frail at 77. He's walking like a drunk sailor sideways. Doctors who never examined him, not his doctors, but doctors are now saying he looks really bad, and he's having more gaffes than ever. You know what that gaffe was? He called Obama the president. Well, okay, I'm a whole lot younger than Trump. And I call him the president here on this show every day because he is. That's the reality. But, see, Daily Mail is a left-wing organization, left-wing paper. And that's the kind of stuff that they print. They have yet, they have yet to write a story like that about Joe Biden. And we all know Joe Biden has dementia. We all know, and it's a very sad state of affairs for Joe, but... Joe Biden is losing it. He's, he's already lost it. Do you realize so far this year he's had no public events? None. He's only worked three days. But so far this year he's, he hasn't had any public events. He's been on vacation. He took most of November and December off. Why? Because they're hiding him. They're hiding Joe. They've got him under lock and key. And they can only hide him for so long. Meanwhile, conservative Republican senators like Josh Hawley, great guy. Get to know Josh. Great guy. Trump's victory tonight showcases once again the changing GOP base. This is a working class party now. The D.C. Republicans need to figure that out, he said. Tommy Tuberville, former coach, Alabama senator. Can we stop pretending this is an actual primary race and get to the business of defeating Joe Biden? Amen. Senator Mike Lee from Repub- uh, from uh, Utah. It's not going to be easy to defeat Joe Biden. Beating Joe Biden won't be easy, but it's absolutely necessary. No other Republicans has a shot at the nomination. It's therefore imperative that Republicans start getting behind Trump. There is no time to lose. Senator Marco Rubio is behind Trump. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. Who is he? He was in the race. He's got the Scorsese eyebrows. Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio. Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Rick Scott of Florida, Josh Hawley and Eric Schmidt of Missouri, Tom Cotton of Arkansas, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, and as of last night, Ted Cruz, all behind Donald Trump. Hey, I got a question for you. Where's Mitch McConnell? I got a better question for you, Texan. Where's John Cornyn? John Cornyn doesn't do anything unless Mitch McConnell farts. Mitch McConnell's got to burp a fart before John Cornyn will do it. You talk about a guy with his nose in an improper place. (laughs) Hey, Senator Cornyn, stand on your own two feet. Quit listening to McConnell. Do the right thing. Mike, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you. 
Yeah, how you doing? Hey, listen, Trey. Uh, yeah, I want to congratulate you, man. You've been on the you've been on the radio almost as long as I've been living. I'm uh, I'm 48 years old. Well, you've been on the radio longer than I've been living. I'm 48. You've been on 49. So you you're doing a hell of a job, bro. I told you I I'm out here listening to you every morning. I'm rolling down the um, interstate right now, headed to El Paso, Texas. But uh, listen, Trey, I've never seen nothing like this before in my life, man. The the government is actually trying to to put uh, Greg Abbott in jail for protecting the state that he is governor of. This may, he, they're telling he's doing the wrong. He's supposed to let as many illegals in the in Texas as he possibly can. This makes absolutely no sense. What the hell do we have a border patrol for? If the, they need to just go ahead, the, uh, uh, Biden needs to go ahead and disband the border patrol. If that's the case, if he's telling them just to release people into the state of Texas and Greg Abbott can't do a damn thing about it, it makes no sense. And, and I'm glad you and you speaking out on it. And I hope that Greg Abbott doesn't uh, uh, re, uh, do what these idiots tell him to do and continue to keep his people down in Eagle Pass. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Drive carefully, Mike, and thank you for the call as always. Good to hear from you. Um, so, yeah, here's what needs to happen on the border situation as of right now. Uh, we need to put tanks down there and say nobody comes across. That's it. We got tanks down here. Nobody comes across. The other thing we need to do is protect Shelby Park. They have said, if you don't give us back Shelby Park by tonight, you are impeding. Let me just go through Shelby Park again. Shelby Park is their staging place. You've seen it on Fox News. That's where they line them up, and then they take them by the handful into the processing center. And the governor took Shelby. It's a state park. He took Shelby Park back and said, you're not going to use it as a staging place. So we need to protect Shelby Park and tell the federal government, tell the old Biden administration, go to hell. You're not coming back to Shelby Park. It's our park. You're not coming in. Go to hell. Need to stand resolute on that. While at the same time, shut down illegal alien air that is flying out of San Antonio every single day, multiple times a day. The buses are rolling in here. You can go down there on San Pedro and see it for yourself. All the young men, not families, men who are being brought to San Antonio, and then they're put on illegal alien air. That's what I call it, illegal alien air. IAA, operated by Ron Nirenberg in the city of San Antonio, to fly them all over the country. Stop it. Shut it down. And challenge the federal government, because they're using terms like impede, which is in the code. I read it last half hour to you. The code says you may not impede the government and their official duties. And if you do, that's a $5,000 fine, three years in prison, or both. Okay? Lock him up. Go ahead, oh Biden. See how big a boy you are. Because this has got to stop. And we're at that moment where we push back and say, we're not going to be weak-kneed wussies in the state of Texas. I don't care what they're doing in Arizona or New Mexico or California. This is Texas. We control Texas. That's it. That's what needs to happen, and we have a governor so far who is resolute in this, and he needs to continue to be so. Liliana, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Oh, good morning. I'm just headed back into my house real fast to grab something, but I was going to say, doesn't the uh, Department of Justice realize that Texas has um, this upcoming ballot succession votes? They think they're going to push around Texas when we are already considering leaving. 
Uh, well, that's right. And, uh, and, and by the way, they wouldn't allow that to be put on the ballot here in Texas for the March vote. Uh, you're talking about the Texit and uh, con- considering leaving uh, the union. And I, I say, why not at least have the vote? You know, people want to vote on it. Let them vote on it. Let them see. What, let's see how the vote goes. Doesn't mean you're leaving the union. It, all it means is you got an opportunity to talk about leaving the union. And the Republicans wanted to put that on the ballot. And well, actually, some did. The Republican Party shut it down. So you, you know, you know how the establishment is. Thank you, Liliana. I appreciate it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Trump had a rally last night in New Hampshire. It was great. He did a great job. He didn't look tired to me. Okay, I think he's being very resolute. I think he's being very serious. This is a serious time for serious people. Vivek Ramaswamy got up and spoke to him. Man, did he ever. And we come back from the break, I'll let you hear just a little bit of that. And he's, he's putting it exactly how I'm putting it. That's coming up next. I want to tell you about River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havercorn and the implants that they can put in your mouth. And a lot of people are doing it. And a lot of people are loving the results. It helps you look better. It helps you feel better, a lot better about yourself, and be healthier. With implants from River City Oral Surgery, first of all, when they do the procedure, you'll be completely asleep because he's got an MD anesthesiologist who is cardiac trained there to put you to sleep so that they can do the procedure. And the work is flawless. It's beautiful work. So you get beautiful teeth that just really pop when you smile. But it's teeth that serve you well because if you're having trouble swallowing these days, it might be because you're not completely chewing your food. You may have missing or broken teeth or a missing crown or something like that. And it's hard to chew all the way through so that you can swallow well. Well, Dr. Havercorn can fix that for you with a full set of implants. And you can see the price and the procedures right on the website because they are completely transparent at River City Oral Surgery. River City Oral Surgery. The website is rivercityoms.com, and you can book an appointment right on the phone, 210-778-0002. It's cold right now, but it's going to be sunny and cool later today, 45, 45 for the high, so we finally get above freezing for a while. Tonight, going to be clear, and tomorrow morning when you wake up, between 23 and 32. Sunny tomorrow afternoon, though, in 70, and Friday's going to be cold again because we're up and down. Another cold front going to come through. Back down to 49 on Friday. It's 19 degrees now at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like a disabled vehicle on I-10. But I play this a few times, yeah. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Hey, good morning. 622 KTSA. Let's go to the phones. Trey Ware here. And Lee, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Trey. Oh, Remember last week, uh, New York, they kicked some uh, kids out of school. They said they needed to keep uh, the illegals in there because of the weather. That's right. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, the Obama administration keeps telling us that these people are coming here because of global, I mean, climate change. And a lot of these people are coming from closer to the equator. So I don't think, I think they'd rather have their climate. And, uh, Lee, what they're coming for is all the freebies that the O'Biden administration is giving them and has been offering them. Free health care, free food, free shelter. And it's costing uh, taxpayers billions upon billions upon billions of dollars every month. And it's our money. It's your money. You're working for that money or you're in retirement and they're taking that money from you. And it needs to stop and it needs to stop now. And, and, and Texas, look, Texas needs to be the place where we stand here with our arms crossed and shake our head no. No mas. 
We're not going to do this anymore. We're going to militarize the border. We're going to keep Shelby Park. You don't get it back, oh, Biden. And you can set all the deadlines you want to set. We're just going to laugh at you. You can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. And then we need to shut down illegal alien air that is being operated at the San Antonio International Airport. Shut it down. Jaime, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Great show, like always. Um, yesterday, driving 35, I was he- I was heading northbound, and heading southbound, there was about you know those uh, those limousine buses that people rent oh, yeah. and all that, or the small buses. Uh-huh. There was about 15 in one line going southbound. I wonder where they were going. I'm pretty sure we know where they were going. I mean, it's a business. It's, people are opening businesses. They're they're buying buses, and they were just. They had like they painted like where it said school bus or whatever it was painted over white. They were all white buses going that way southbound. And I mean, it's just a business that 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 the government's you know opened up. They're they're working together with the the cartels, the, the cartels, and stuff like that. They're doing the same thing. And then we got a, one, a congressman or something crying about you're putting all these people in the north and I used to being in the code and how inhumane. Right. That, Look, Jaime, if they don't want to be in the cold, they need to stay in Guatemala. Hey, it's nice and warm in Guatemala. I've been there. I was just there not that long ago. I, I, I went to Roatan not that long ago. Nice and warm there. If you don't like the climate here, stay in Roatan. Stay in Guatemala. Stay in El Salvador. Stay in Mexico. Don't come here. But look, here, here's, here's what it is. It is an operation that is funded by you, and your tax money is being given to the cartels. You're funding the cartels because this administration gives the money to the NGOs. The NGOs got one hell of an operation down south where they've got camps, they've got food, they've got clothing. They have cell phones that they give to these folks, and then they teach them what to say when they get here. And then they help them come up using your money. This is your money that's funding all of this. Then they help them come up here. They give the money to the cartels who help them come up here. They get to the border. Then they know what to say to our Border Patrol. And our Border Patrol is not Border Patrol anymore. They're border processors. That's what Shelby, the fight over Shelby Park is about. It is a staging area to process. It's what the fight over illegal alien air in San Antonio is about. It's their transportation of that. So they come up. They ride that train up. They say what they got to say to the border processors who then send them to San Antonio on those white buses that Jaime was just talking about. You, if you want an eye-opening experience, go over here to the center on San Pedro inside Loop 410 today and watch the buses line up and drop these people off. Then they're taken to the airport and they're flown out of here. You're paying for every last bit of it. You and I are paying for every last bit of this operation. And it needs to stop. The O'Biden administration needs to be held to account for breaking our law. That's why he should have been impeached and removed from office a long time ago. Kamala, the same thing. They, and Alejandro Mayorkas, impeached and removed from office for being traitors to the Constitution of the United States. James, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, Trey, we should have another civil war, conservatives versus liberals. Well, we got a chance of that coming up in November, James. We have a chance to do that. And I'm talking about not a shooting one. I'm talking about at the ballot box. Right now is the time to marshal all of our forces 
and make sure that we're early voting, that we are ballot harvesting, that we were doing all of the things to counter what the Democrats are going to do. Because this ain't over yet. They're going to do all they can to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president of the United States. And we need to be there. And we come back, we'll hear from John Hayward. I didn't get a chance to get to the Ramaswamy sound. We'll do that a little bit later on. Uh, John Hayward's going to join me next. It'll be good to hear his uh, take on a lot of this stuff. Window World and the great Martin Bamba team at Window World will put together a wonderful uh, plan to replace the windows in your home with the most energy-efficient windows that you can possibly find anywhere. They call it E-rating, but I don't even know you care about what the rating is called. What you care about is, is the cold air this time of year going to stay outside? And when we get to June, July, August, is the hot air going to stay outside? And I can tell you as a customer of Window World, absolutely. These are the best uh, energy-efficient windows that I've ever seen. And I did my due diligence. I shopped around, checked it all out. And I knew Martin's character. I've known him for 40 years. So I knew he was a good guy, and I knew he had a great operation. I just wanted to check on the product. And, man, was it great. And so not only do you get the best energy efficiency, you get a beautiful set of windows. They're custom-made for your home, and they are gorgeous. You get the longest warranties in the business. You get them installed by certified installers, right? And then, of course, the great Window World name. The number one window siding door company in all of America is Window World. So get a free in-home estimate today. There's no obligation whatsoever. I think you're going to love them. I know I do. You can uh, check them out online at windowworldtx.com or simply call the phone. 210-767-0995. Attention RV shoppers. Day FM 1071 on the Treyware page at ktsa.com. A show about truth and liberty arming you with the truth so that you will never be a slave to another man or a government and a part of that every wednesday is my friend john hayward from breitbart.com the author of dr zero year one on the stevens roofing newsmaker hotline john thank you for being here happy to join you again at the truth dispensary that's exactly what we're going to do and let's talk let's talk about that now break down uh, where we are on the on the primary well, it obviously took a pretty big shift once it started, and Trump romped in Iowa and won with such a commanding lead. It's really tough to see the paths forward for the other two candidates that are still in the race. There's still a major threat to him, but it's not totally over. Uh, Haley is supposedly polling really well in New Hampshire. That might collapse once they actually get to vote. But for the moment, they say she's almost neck and neck with Trump, and if she can beat him or come in a very, very close second, she's got a little gas to keep going for a little bit longer. And DeSantis really needs a big win somewhere if he wants to stay in it. If he can't not some kind of a win or very, very close showing in the next couple of states, he's going to have a problem. DeSantis's big hope here is that he could make the case he's the only one that has a chance, and so Haley and everybody else should drop out and endorse him. And if they all did that, it might be a more interesting two-person race. But at the moment, I don't really see him being able to sell that argument, certainly not to Haley's people, because they all think they're the only candidate that can beat Trump. Yeah, exactly right. And so rolling into New Hampshire, and I've been saying this is not over with by a long stretch. A lot of people are saying that. Rolling into New Hampshire, uh, you, do you have any thoughts, any idea where this might be going? Well, if the polls are accurate, New Hampshire could be pretty close because Haley's got a, a big surge there. And if she actually wins by even some tiny amount, or if she's really, really close and she's only a little behind, then her camp will get some ammo to say, I'm the only one that has a real shot. Uh, DeSantis got to drop out. 
and keep me in here if you want this to be a horse race. But really, we're talking, you know, four or five states maybe uh, to go before this is totally over beyond all reasonable doubt. This is probably not going to be a long primary if Trump keeps notching the kind of numbers in most other states that he did in Iowa. There's a lot of uh, conservative senators that are saying that uh, Josh Hawley and Tommy Tuberville and Mike Lee and others uh, are now saying, look, it's time to start focusing on Joe Biden, get this primary over with so we can start running against the real enemy here. Marco Rubio is behind him now, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, who was in in the race himself, J.D. Vance, uh, Marsha Blackburn, Rick Scott. Uh, Eric Smith of Missouri, also Tom Cotton of, um, of Arkansas, Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz fully endorsed him as of last night. We all know Vivek Ramaswamy got behind him. The only ones that, you know, there, there are several senators, obviously, that have not come out uh, formally, but the ones of my concern, number one is Mitch McConnell. He hadn't said a word one way or the other on this. And then our very own John Cornyn here in Texas, uh, he doesn't do much unless uh, uh, obviously John Cornyn tells him to. I mean, uh, Mitch McConnell tells him to. Um, so people are saying, however, that, that Nikki Haley may suffer a pretty embarrassing loss in her home state of, of South Carolina. What do you know about that? Well, that, that's a tough one. According to the polls, yeah, she could lose South Carolina. It's not impossible to get past losing your home state, but it doesn't look good, especially when you're trying to make the case that a, a shaky candidacy has a future, and then you get blown out in your own home state, and it's not great. That could happen to DeSantis, too. There are polls that say Trump could win Florida, and if DeSantis were to lose his home state at that point, if he's still in the race in March, that would be a, be quite a blow. So it's, it's not necessarily the end of the world if your home state doesn't go for you, but if you're in the position where Haley and DeSantis are, where you're trying to make the rationale for continuing against a seemingly prohibited favorite, it's really, really tough to lose your home state. That's just the kind of PR blow that you can't absorb. Some of the notes that I've made about Donald Trump, it's not over with yet. Uh, there's uh, still obviously a very long way to go. As you say, it could be over in you know five more of these uh, voting processes, but uh, you know it, his supporters got to keep pressing forward. The deep state is already activated. They're now talking about essentially a soft military coup if he becomes president again because they don't want him in charge of the you know the military the left is continuing to prosecute uh, there's a very real possibility that he ends up in jail down in uh, in uh, Georgia even though we're finding out of the corruption of Fannie Willis a bunch uh, military industrial complex is pushing for more wars courts are, are ruling against uh, him um, and, and you've got people like at the Chamber of Commerce saying he's got an all wrong way of doing this we need to be more global and all that and slamming America first. Um, the left media, I, I want to hear your, your thoughts on this. The other night when Trump gave his speech after winning in Iowa, which I thought was a good speech. I, you know, he, he didn't throw anybody under the bus. He didn't, he didn't uh, lambast his competition. In fact, he was very gracious to his competition. But the left-wing media in America decided they were not going to air it. All, John, while they're saying they are the ones who are standing for democracy and truth, but we're going to ban the leading Republican candidate from being on television. What do you think? Right. And even more than most media bias, this is very targeted. This is a specific, almost like a football play strategy, because they knew that Trump would eventually pivot to the general election, and doing that for everybody, maybe a bit less so for Trump, because he, you know, he shoots his, uh, from the hip quite a bit, but uh, every candidate gets to the end of a primary, and then they start being gracious to their defeated opponents, because you want their supporters. you got to pull the party together, so you pivot to the general, and they think they have this unique opportunity to black out Trump's pivot to the general by saying, oh, he's an 
insurrectionist monster. Uh, we're not going to broadcast what he says. We're, we're just never going to do that. And they think that if they deprive him of media oxygen, that he'll never really get to make that appeal to the general Republican base and you know consolidate to be the candidate. So it's a very specific form of Democrat media-controlled bias. It's, it's a real strategy, and I wouldn't put it past them to have some effect with it because the mainstream press does still have a certain influence on the national conversation. And if they just flatly refuse to carry Trump's speeches and stuff when he begins campaigning towards the general election, they could probably do some damage to him. Also, it seems pretty obvious Biden is not going to debate him unless he really, really wants to. And he'll say, well, Trump didn't do debates in the primaries. I'm not going to debate him. And Trump really won't have an answer to that. So that's going to be a little uncomfortable. You mentioned Biden. Let's talk about him for a second, because I believe it's O-Biden. I believe uh, the, the people who are in this administration are Obama's people, and uh, he's uh, essentially giving the, the marching orders explicitly now behind the scenes. But um, he has not been seen in public. He has not had any public events. Uh, talk about Joe. Uh, it, this year, we're now 17 days into the year. He hadn't made any public appearances. Uh, they got him under wraps, which is their plan to keep him under wraps as long as they can. But whenever we see him, John, there's no doubt in my mind, and it really, it's it, in one degree, it's sad. And I don't like him. I never have liked him. He's a liar. I think he sold our country for uh, personal gain for for his family and for himself. Uh, I don't like his policies and his view about America. I certainly don't like what he endorses down at our southern border, trying to collapse every major city and small town in this country. Uh, so, But as a human, the human side of me says it's very sad to see the decline that he's going through. And the whole world, including the Democrat power brokers, can see this. He can barely walk. He can't talk. Uh, they won't allow him to talk anymore. They announced the same couple of days ago to make him look younger he's not going to wear a tie anymore he's going to wear a ball cap and he's not going to give any more formal speeches which means he's not going to be out there in the traditional way the campaign trail having these rallies and or debates what are the chances that he makes it to november as as the candidate well, only his doctors would know if he's physically in danger of not surviving uh, until uh, you know the November campaign. So that that's a mystery that the American people will not be told. Right. And that's one of the things that bothers me about this. Not only is it unreasonable for a political candidate to be secretive at that level and lie to voters about the condition of the candidate, but he's a sitting president. And the American people have a right to know that he's non-compost mentis, that he can't walk, that he's physically deteriorating. It's outrageous that his real condition is being withheld from us. And they, they trot him out for a little care carefully staged press conference once every four months, and they pump them full of drugs, and that's all we ever get to see of them. That, that's not right. That's, that's absolutely not right. But they think that's going to get them through the election. They, they think that if it's Trump, all they have to do is stuff Biden in the basement like last time, and the media will run his campaign for him, and they'll rally all the people that hate Trump, and the Democrats will win essentially unopposed and essentially without running a candidate of their own. It will be a very weird election if that's what happens. But I actually think that would be very on brand for America today. This government is so bloated and incompetent and corrupt, it's basically running on autopilot anyway. So what could be more perfect than a government where there's a senile old man theoretically in charge of it, but he's stuffed in a closet somewhere? I mean, that, that's perfect. That, that's like Oz, you know, the man behind the curtain. That's exactly what America is now. While at the same time, we are on the precipice of World War III. We are fighting uh, now Iran on several fronts. We are fighting, of course, Putin through Ukraine. We've got China doing their thing. We have more terrorism and terrorists who have been brought across this southern border. And uh, while all along, our defense secretary, and I've got the 911 sound, uh, 
of him being hauled out of his home the other night to haul back to the hospital and them saying, keep this quiet, you know, make sure the ambulance doesn't have sirens and lights on. We don't want anybody to know about this. Uh, while we're executing all these wars around the world, the defense secretary is, uh, you know, out of it, and the president certainly is out of it. This is not good. This, any way you want to look at this, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or a monkey, any way you want to look at this, it's not good. Yeah, Iran's basically on a drive-by shooting rampage across the Middle East now. They they just slapped Joe Biden straight to the mat when they showered the Kurdistan regional government with missiles and came pretty close to hitting the U.S. consulate during this attack the other day. Now they've launched missiles in Pakistan to take out militants that they think are a problem. The Pakistanis say two children were killed in those attacks. This is a gesture of utter contempt for Joe Biden. This is, this is the world saying this guy ain't there, America's gone, you know, we're, we're going to do what we want to do, and we're not worried about any stopping us. The Houthis, Iran's proxies in Yemen, they're still shooting missiles at ships. They just hit another cargo ship with a missile, even though we did a couple more airstrikes against their launch position. So they're not worried about Joe Biden. They're not afraid of him. It's this consistent thread that ever since Joe Biden took over, the world has been on fire. And it really started with Afghanistan, with that utter debacle. And Biden's spinmeisters and the corrupt media all said you know, it wasn't so bad, and they tried to make you forget it. Trust me, nobody in the world forgot that. Every bad actor on the planet took Joe Biden's measure after Afghanistan, and they're conducting exactly according to that assessment that they made at that time. In 2020, they activated everything that they could. They had Eric Holder going around changing state laws so that they could accept all these ballots when they, the ballots that were questionable shouldn't have been accepted. They did the huge mail-in voting thing, uh, mail-in ballot uh, and ballot harvesting due to COVID. And you got to stay home. You can't go to the polls. Now, you can go to strip club, but you can't go to polls. You know, you might get COVID at the poll. You won't get it at the strip club. That was what they, you know, they, they were saying. Uh, and, and, I, and I believe that they uh, undermined our voting processes in 2020 and even uh, before that. Uh, what do we do? Uh, we're looking at another year where this is, you know, we're back in the same boat. What can Republicans, more specifically Americans, do to fight back against this and make sure that it's going to be a legitimate election this year? Well, the only thing you can really do as a voter is vote. Get out there, get your friends together, go do it the right way, and hope the people who do vote the right way are able to overcome the scam artists and the ballot harvesters and the mysterious boxes of votes that show up at 3 in the morning. That's all going to happen again, and you've got to win by enough to where they can't steal it that way. That's, that's what it really boils down to. In the longer term, you have to win elections to reform this corrupt process. We really took it on the chin. Democracy took a gut punch after the pandemic when all of those rules were forced down our throats and our elections were turned into a third world farce and you're never going to get them back to real elections that, that the rest of the world would recognize as sane elections unless you win offices unless you have the power yeah. to change things back i think there was a real opportunity missed when they got obsessed with all the release the kraken nonsense that gave the other side an opportunity to discredit the entire crusade for ballot integrity but there was a real serious issue to be made there and i think an opportunity was missed to rally the american people around real sensible reform and tell them this stuff really did go on in this really is bad that wasn't done and so now here we are we're just going to go through it all again best in the biz read him at breitbart.com john hayward thank you man we'll talk next week thanks very much for having me see you later uh quarter moon plumbing heat and ac uh, yeah look if you've got a problem with your plumbing you got a problem with your heater you call quarter moon and they'll get to you 210 
651 uh, 5899. Now they're there now, and they've got people that are ready to come out. And if you got a cold house this morning because your furnace turned off, heater didn't work, you got a plumbing issue throughout the house, they're there right now, ready to send out a plumber, a master plumber in many cases, to get to your home, residential and or commercial, by the way, do a lot of commercial work. No commission sales rep's going to come. Uh, they're just coming to fix your problem. If you woke up cold this morning, you don't have to shiver one more minute. You call Quarter Moon, the good guys, and the good guys at Quarter Moon get to you right away. Experience matters. Experience experience counts and quarter moon has the experience to take care of you their phone number again is 210-651-5899 don't wait one more minute if you've got a problem at your home with your plumbing or your heating right now quarter moon is on the job to take care of you 210-651-5899 the only place I recommend for hardwood floors. Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Hey, I would love for you to say the Pledge of Allegiance on the show. Here's what you do. Just call 210-654-5155. That's my voicemail here at the station. And just leave the Pledge of Allegiance there. Then uh, Jimmy will take it, and he'll put it in our system. And at 5.50 and 6.50 each weekday morning, that's when we play the Pledge of Allegiance. And I appreciate you doing that. We're going to keep shining the light of liberty and truth on this show. That's what this show is about. I've dedicated myself to that and the show to that so that you know, so that you have the freedom and the tr- arming yourself with the truth so you'll never be a slave to any man or to any government, which is exactly what this government is attempting to do. They're trying to make you a slave. And we're fighting back against that with the truth. The truth will win out. As Jesus said, the truth will make you free, will set you free. And that's what we talk about here. So the pledge line, again, is 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. Now when we come back at 705, it's Ware and Rima. We'll talk more about illegal alien air. That's what I'm calling it. The operation that's being run out of San Antonio. The fact now that the federal government is threatening authorities here in the state of Texas because they're impeding the work of the federal government, which could bring a fine and or prison time. And I'm also saying, come and get it. Come and take it. If you want Shelby Park, come and take it. Because we're now at that point where we need to stand with our arms crossed and shake our heads no. This far and no farther. I don't care about New Mexico, Arizona. I mean, I do care, but obviously I care about what we're doing in Texas. Militarize the border. Shut down San Antonio's operation of illegal alien air. So these people are not transported out of the country anymore. And stand behind the governor. That's what we need to do as Texans. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Cyber threats are evolving at a rapid pace. 